0: Welcome, everybody, back to The Spinner Rack. I know we've been away for a little while, but hey, we're back with a great show. Today, we're going to be talking about The Old Guard. and The reason we're talking about The Old Guard, the comic by Greg Rucka, is because they're coming out with a new movie soon by Netflix, and it's going to be starring our girl, Charlie Theron. Now, right now, we think that it was important for us to take a look at some of the, what developed, what the comic book was, and how it develops into the movie. Of course, we'll talk about the movie when it comes up. But right now, you know, the, what was the genesis to start of it? So I'm going to start off. Petey, do you want to start off and kick off and uh, explain a little bit of what the, the basis of this whole comic is about?
1: Well, ultimately, we're going to try not to spoil everything. So with that being said, the story starts off with them um, on a mission where we get to see some of the characters. And they're obviously these, these great men, these mercenaries. So that's basically you see how the characters, sort of. Um, and we get, wait a second, we get like, there's like five of them. And to just give you a quick overview of it, when you go into this book, it's, um, and it, but wait a second, let me, before I go there, we got to go into the Old Guard, which has been titled, the first miniseries called The Opening Fire. It's done by Greg Rucker, Alejandro Fernandez, um, the color is the artist, colors by Daniela Miwa, and let us by Jody Wynn. So yes. this is a, it was a five issue miniseries, and then they had a, a sequel, a second a second mini that came after that. But this one basically had basically this high contrast sort of art by Leandro Fernandez. So you got this sort of book There's a lot of action, a lot of um, like cool stuff happening, but then hints of the past. So it's one of the things that the movie could do. I mean, I think there's enough plot to do this story, but um at the same time, you could do sort of this you could do the, add some more. You you could go to doing flashbacks, stuff like that. But you introduce to Andy, who's one of the characters, and she kind of is having a, a you know, one night stand. But it, basically this story is gonna introduce you to, and it says the opening of it. It's a fairy tale of bullets, of blood and bullets. It's a story of two women, three men who cannot die. Mostly, <laughs> their names are Andy, Nick, Joe, Booker, and Niall. It's a story about time, age, and ages, and about their friendship, love, and regret. So that sort of gives you that these guys are immortal. That's like the opening thing, like you'd open up the side of a book to get your foreword, and this it does. And this one. So it of gives you that, but it starts with them, a lot of action, her, by her, you know, going to this thing where someone sort of hires her. She's kind of, you can see that she's um, going through a lot of stuff. And then that leads into the plot. So what do you need? What do you, first say what we thought of this thing? Did you like it? Because I reviewed I mean, it once.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I got to say, when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, this art, the color and the art is just going to throw me off completely. But you know what? The color by Miwa, um, Daniela Miwa was very interesting. I mean, it, it, it set moves to the entire comic, and I really appreciated that. I mean, especially when you have, I mean, the, and the art, the art was, I got to say, pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, excellent in that, you know, you were sometimes just showing um, silhouettes of the character, not always like the straight up um, visuals of the character. And then you see a lot of shading and, and the coloring just helped it out. I mean, I, I was very, after really going through it, I was really impressed with it. Um, the, but what's pretty interesting too, like, you know, we have the main character, Andy or Andromica, I believe is her name. She's 3000 or something odd years old. And she's been alive. Well, they that.
1: don't know, we don't know how old she is. They kind yeah. of think that she's the oldest, but. Right, she's the same. eldest.
0: And so she's the one who's lived the longest. And one of the things that they do is um, she's con- they're, they're others and they always seem to have dreams of one another and that's how they're able to connect finally with one another. And this is how they discover the latest one who's Niall. Niall Freeman I believe her name is. And she's a soldier in Afghanistan who, who dies and, and comes back basically. And you know they're able to, to connect and, and, and reach out to her basically and bring her into the fold of the family. Um, like like PD said, these guys are mercenaries they've been around for a, lot, a long time. They've been doing a lot of things. They have a lot of history. One of the characters is from the Napole. Well, he came back again after the Napoleonic War. Two of the other characters, I think, it's Joe and uh, Nick. Those two were part of um, the Crusades. You know, they fought each other, um, they battled each other, and they came back. And you know, now they're very, very close.
1: Well, let's was, let's, go back. let's go before we go. There's a romance that's uh, which I joked about in our other review, where um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, um, Andy meets up with her husband who's out in Australia, who was a, he was a slave, but there was a slave that was purchased in the West Indies and then they made their way to Britain and to Australia.
0: Yeah, well he made his way he was in Britain, he was a slave who was from the West Indies, who was just brought remember to that the was, they
1: got the slave in the West Indies. I just wanna... Right, and they
0: brought him and they yes. brought him to the to the States. Yes. And he rebelled <laughs> in the American Revolution. <laughs> Uh-huh. because the British promised them freedom. But then when he went to England, he was basically living in poverty, went to jail, and then he was sent to um, Australia, yeah, the penal exactly. colony. So, yeah. and that's where he ends up meeting her. Um, and she falls in love with him, you know, and she, she's had, and that's one of the few people she remembers because one of the things when you're immortal or long lived as they are, is that you connect with people, but after a while, and, and this is probably one of the key stories is that, you know, how do you connect with people that you, you can always outlive, always outlast, you know? And it's, it's pretty sad because with her, she can't remember everybody she's been with or remember those like her mother or her father or her families, you know. Um, and she tells something to, to Nile uh, later on in the future when they, find, when they meet up where they're like, hey, um, remember to um, keep those photographs because, you know, you will at least be able to see who you were connected to, who your family was, as opposed to me, where back then they didn't have that. So it's pretty interesting, you know, that, yeah, with immortality... You have, you always have that duality where, oh, everybody's like, oh, you can live forever, you can do. But after a while, doing it by yourself doesn't really matter. And even Andy goes through um, some big losses, but she also, you know, they're trying to numb the pain, does a whole bunch of different things to forget and to numb the pain because of what she's going through. All All of the old guard go through that. All of them experience that same issue, you know, to some degree.
1: One of the things that they say is that your family would come to hate you or something like that and do terrible things. And basically the idea that you get to have to go through different illnesses, pass, see your kids' pass. Though I wanna say that they did sort of do that in the X-Men The Hidden Years, A character who long-lived and she goes back. Because the X-Men always has like characters from the past or the future coming back like Cable. But he's at some point he's talking to Cyclops like that's his father when it's like he'd be too old to care. (laughs) They they had this moment in the hidden years where this girl, this blonde, decides to leave this long-lived mutants that have been trapped, that have been um, sleeping through time, trying to get to a different, better point in history. And she decides she wants to see her kid, and she's going there. She sees them and says, "Oh, you want my dad?" And the dad is old. It's like, what the hell? He's all <laughs> like, how can you come here after all this time? You left us. So um, that was sort of the idea of what was there. But it's interesting because Greg Rucka, he had um, and I don't think I don't think there's much else. What else do you think we can get into this not that uh, would not be a spoiler? We have to do this to be a part one until after the movie comes out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think necessarily the movie is going to follow everything directly. Um, as we've seen in the past they've constantly changed things up because people who've read the comic basically know the outline of what's gonna happen. But I mean one of the things I think is just I'm um, focusing on the on the themes like you started before, you know, the focusing on family, what does immortality? what does immortality mean and what does it mean to others, you know? But it's the key thing here is that, you know, probably the biggest story coming out of this is that you have someone who wants to gather gather immortality. And what does it cost to try and get that? You know, I trying to understand what it is. Um as you find out in the
1: story. Hold on for a second. Keep that in mind. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Start that idea again. The Immortality. I
0: mean, what? What? What is? What is it? More? You know, the thing is, is that we all want to achieve immort- immortality, right? And you know, what are we going to do to try to achieve it? But they don't even understand why they have this or what's going on. And they find out later, and you'll. See, I don't know. Can I reveal this? But they find out later that they can't. Even, Okay. So we
1: the don't point of the matter we want them to be because these things are surprises not the immortality but some of the things that go on here. Oh, hold okay, on. Okay, great. All
0: right, so I'm sorry, <coughs> sorry. sorry. And and then you how do you share immortality? Can you can you share? And it basically comes down to what I think in this story that you get is that you know, you can connect you can only connect with those that you have a, a mutual feeling for, you know, and this is this is a common theme that you have even in vampire stories, where you have the long-lived vampire knows he's going to outlive his love unless she becomes a vampire or, or, or he vice versa. Or you also have the same thing in this, and I'm going to call it the Highlander series from the 80s. You know, the, the Clan McGregor, the Clan um, is it Helen McGregor? Um, um, you mean Connor, she's not Connery? Connery. No, no, I'm talking to Kunch.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. You know, so where they where they have to live through and they've lived many lives and had many loves, but they have to leave them if they go by. And you can tell that in like the series they had a the main character, Duncan McLeod, not Plan McLeod, McCloud. He okay. has his girlfriend and she and he's growing she he's getting, you know, he's continuing to grow, but she's getting older from when he first met her. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, how do you continue to have that relationship as time goes by? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to finally admit sometimes that even though you guys love each other it can't and it also presents itself here even in the relationship that andy has you know but it also turns for some of them like one of the characters booker who's important in the the story it changes how his family is towards him you know because if you see somebody who's young and continues to be young and vibrant you want to also have that and how do you deal with that Mm -hmm. so it's a a classic dilemma nothing is given without what what do they always say nothing is given without a price Right. And the price of immortality is your reduced connection with those you that you love or those you connect with. You know, and as time goes on, how do you connect? I mean it's like, you know, I know some guys are gonna say it doesn't matter, but it's like you're a guy and you're a certain age and then you start dating a younger person. A lot of times you're never gonna be able to connect with them Mm -hmm. because they don't have the same ideas, the same but you know, you can always do, you can always hook up with somebody who finally you guys have similar likes, similar desires, but the reality is the vast majority won't because you're like, oh, damn! They don't know what they don't know what Pac-Man is. They're just too young, you know. They don't know what um, they don't know what um, you know Motown is because you know they're just too young. Something along those lines.
1: You know? The next thing we say is Greg Rucka also did a a story called Whiteout, which was um, sort of like the it was a. It was a murder mystery in like Alaska or at some, some sort of ice station like the way The Thing was. the You know, the, remember the movie The Thing? Do you remember Whiteout or The Thing? Okay. You're bringing in
0: stuff that we, I thought we were just talking about, just this.
1: I'm talking about Greg Rucker. Okay. I, I didn't read any of those things before, so okay, so there's a movie called Whiteout that had um, Kate Beckinsale that was done in uh, a winter like uh, uh, like a, like a fridges uh, setting. So it's one of those things where you see his properties have already been sent to Hollywood. And this one, being similar to Highlander is one of the things that sort of could like Hollywood look at and say, yeah, it's, you know Whiteout did kind of good. Let's see, oh it did okay. Let's see what this is like. We can get some things in there. You got some nice high action you see from the trailer. And that's what ultimately they push it. So we'll see how far they push it in this one. Because when these people, these immortality people, this is the closest to, you know, that I've seen outside of Mr. Immortal and the Great Lakes Avengers. Like they really pushing it, being able to kill these guys and them coming back from it.
0: But it's Netflix for the movie. They're just doing a movie. They're not doing a series, right? I mean, that's my impression. It's a movie
1: right now, but who knows? I mean, movies are made to be made into sequels.
0: Right. Uh, Who knows how many...
1: The thing is, like, they have that happening.
0: I mean... I mean, I think this property, if you asked me, it it lends itself more to a series than a movie because there's so much more there. There's just so much more to delve into, but I don't know if they wanted to redo... The whole um, Highlander thing again. I know I keep bringing it 100, but I think that's probably one of the best um, comparisons around. Of course, if you guys disagree, please put it down in the suggest- in the comments below and tell us what you think is the best, um, like, but best similar thing to it. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that just that, w- you know, what are you going to do in terms of this project, in terms of a longer term thing? But I think bringing Charlie Staren would make a huge difference. She's a known quantity, and I think she's going to do a good job. In terms of the comic, comic, you have Greg Rucker, who's a award-winning Eisner um, a winner, who for Whiteout, for example. And um, yeah, you know, I do remember the movie Whiteout. Kate
1: Beckinsale. I'm sorry, it just blow up, like uh, blow brain up, brain
0: freeze, momentum.
1: That was like time, ten years and ago. And so, you know, like what is this? What is this Whiteout you speak of? And then next, yeah, time, it's like, yeah, now I remember. Ten
0: years ago, so I mean, come on, a, you, you you clearly don't remember that. It's going. <laughs> right, but yeah, you know, when I tried, I was like, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, that's right. You know, but look, I think it, it's um, you're right. This has been made into he he's clearly a direct he's clearly a writer that Hollywood is looking at and saying, hey, there's products that he may have that we can push. And this comic book clearly has a, a it has a pretty good story, uh, beginning, middle, and end.
1: Well, I would say far as the comic book for me. It needed something else. Oh, boy. Let's start getting into this. A in knife it. fight. It did have a twist in it. It had, um, you know, the opening, the action, the settings of the things. I think I joked, we, we reviewed issue four, and I joked that Django was in it. That sort of thing, I talked about that earlier. And um, <clears throat> But that's the thing outside of they talking about um, Napoleon and... Um, the Germans attacking Russia and being obviously froze out by coming because they they went too far and deep into Russia to survive. So one of the things, it'd be interesting because a lot of these properties have the past and going to flashbacks. Trying to figure a way that the flashback works out into the end of the story. Because in this one, it just sort of ends to get to the next story. 'Cause they you know they solved it. 'Cause there's this one guy who's like a villain, he's like a big deal villain. And he had the moment I disliked where he kind of is stabbing them and like, they're just pincushions, they're just pincushions. I was just like, I don't know about that. But um it really bugged me when I when I read it. But I think you. it needed something a bigger tie in so you have these flashbacks so you can connect with the past, something like that. This is basically, you know almost like the two act thing. It wasn't it was actually a two act thing, but it was just basically like, hey, they're doing this stuff. There's a, a, a plot point one that sort of throws them into the action. Then there's the twist, so, you know, then there's another twist, right? And the next thing you're like, then it just ends. And I felt like they just had one other thing to why all this was happening. But then of course they played up the immortality part saying, okay you're way for this amount of time, and then we'll see you at that point. So, well, that's that's the only thing I'll say as far as the story. But otherwise, I mean, it's a for an image comic. It's um a very developed, very well placed and the location. The writing of these sort of settings is very strong. So, you know, you get it'll be interesting read.
0: Yeah, and, and I gotta agree with you. I agree with you, PD. With uh, it does it does have like an there, uh, a particular, I see what you're saying that they could have been something added there too. But I also felt that it was just, this was a setup for a new, a new story going forward. You know, yeah. they didn't want to give us too much to, 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 didn't want to reveal too much, but for this contained, I thought it was good in and of itself.
1: Well, so that's the thing. If you look at like the first Hellboy movie, they start with a human guy coming into the story. And that's obviously what they're doing with the movie. And I was just like, and I, I like that it wasn't like she just was always a, um, you know, like always surprised, always bewildered. She kind of picks up stuff quick. And then, like the Hellboy movie, they, they basically created a character that couldn't live up to the rest of those characters. So I would be interested in the play, because every movie does that. Hey, we're, we're introducing this so he, they can be our eyes as oh, what if we got thrown into it? We found out that we were immortals and we got to hang out with these cool people and got guns. So that's why I think it also needed something else. But that's my review of it. And, um, you know, I'm going to let it go because, you know, in reading it now, I think we were more jokey on our first review.
0: This comic, I, like I said, I read this comic and I was like, whoa, this is pretty... In- this. At first, I, the, the first look at it, it's like, ah, what the hell is this? You know, the colors are dark, um, the, the, the shading is, is is off. The colors are off, the shading is like weird. The they, They're taking pictures of people's bottom, or they're taking them from a far away look. But then as you start reading the story, you start getting into it. We're like, wow, you know, the silhouettes are, are really cool. The dark shadows are good. And it also shows us a lot about the characters themselves, because none of them are perfect um, people, especially our, our main character, Andy. Who is not someone that we necessarily would like? She's not the perfect hero where she's like, oh, let's always do the right thing. She said many times in the story, things let's not let's not do something. And they're like, yo, but that's not the right way to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, she she drinks, she's she 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 sleeps around, you know? She doesn't seem, but the but she what ends up happening is she has a connection to this group. This is her family, you know, in and of itself. And that's where you start finding out. Well, you know what? This is what matters the most. Those who I am connected with those who I, I, I feel secure. And even then, there are consequences for being in that family. You know, so I, I think I liked, I liked it. And that, that whole relationship was pretty good. Um, the only thing, you know, I can't tell a joke, but it's, it's, I thought it was pretty good.
1: You know? Oh, that, come on. That, this is, that's know? what you're ending on?
0: Hey, you want to start off with some jokey, like, yo, ended with jokey. Why even ended with jokey? I'm not What's ending it
1: with jokey. I was just saying that the review was, you know, our, we did another review. I'm trying, I want them to, I want you guys to look at our other one and assess where it was at. Like, are we just like saying, hey, it made Hollywood, you know, we're, you know, we're now... Um, yo,
0: I think if we're going to do this, I thought we were doing just a review of the comics, and just saying how it's going to impact the, the story. If we're talking about, if we want to just do a straight review of the comic, call it that's it, nothing else, or do we want to say, bring in all this other stuff which we brought in, you know, which is not necessarily bad. You know the
1: stuff this, that I bring in?
0: That's you, I'm saying me, I brought in Highlander, you know? No, no, I'm Highlander.
1: okay with that, because it has I some brought, some I brought, Highland, Highlander, Highlander in the comic.
0: I, I was going to say Twilight, but I didn't, you know, I don't want people to, to, to label uh, Robert Pattinson Lover or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just so I'm I'm just bringing in those things here that we're talking about. Um, so I mean,
1: that's,
0: once
1: we once we get to this point and we know what it is, we're gonna come back to you, and then we're gonna do another review, which is gonna be ready, set. It's gonna be the old guard, chapter two, force multiply. And now, on this cover, we got the two ladies together. Two ladies together.
0: Again, with the heads cut off again.
1: Yeah, that's, a, you know what, that's an interesting point.
0: Yeah. That's it's like we're a- looking up at them. It's like you're, you're taking the picture from the upside, as opposed to looking like most normal comics, you look straight in like a straight photograph. You're looking up instead. You know, it's a different. It's a, it's a photographic technique, and the artist using it is good. And in the color, you see how the dark shades, you still have Andy. Because you know she has a little bit of darkness in her. You see how darkly shaded it is, and then you have Nile in front, and we see that she's a vibrant and the more you know fresh person has uh, ideas of how to do different things. So that's my take on it.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, um, it's definite. It'll be uh, since I haven't seen any of this. It would see it see how far this artist has gone because he's really starting off. I've seen another artist. I think his name was. Alberto Dose or maybe Alberto Dose. I think he had this sort of similar style, but they both kind of borrow from, um, what's the name, from Hellboy, like that sort of thing where you sort of know, you're kind of spotting a lot of blacks and stuff like that. So ultimately, I I want to see how he grows over the years. But, you know, now they have a property that hit. It's going to be a movie. And um, we will be back to review Force Multiplied, no, after the movie. After the movie comes out, we'll review that. We'll talk about the movie and give our assessment of the comic at the same time so we can go through the spoilers. But thank you for checking out our reviews on this.